Elon Musk, only Donald Trump gets a more intense emotional reaction. There doesn't seem to be a middle ground for Elon. Either he is loved or hated. He's the patron saint of invention and freedom or the devil incarnate, destined to destroy the world and everything that is holy. As a founder of PayPal, Tesla, SolarCity, Starlink, and SpaceX, he's amassed a massive fortune that has permitted him to push the boundaries of business, science, and maybe even society. Yet it is his purchase of Twitter that has sparked the most controversy. Celebrities and advertisers left in droves believing that Elon's purchase was an assault on democracy. Terrified Elon was going to let the former president back on the platform, they left announcing their departures like they were renouncing their citizenship. The other major criticism was Elon's purging of Twitter employees by the thousands, asking those that remained to sign a pledge to work long hours at high intensity. Some immediately resigned and others were forced out. And now Elon has confirmed about 80% of employees are now gone. There were many critics who believed Twitter couldn't run effectively and that hate speech would infect the platform. For this pod, I'm not going to weigh in on that comment, other than to say that the best way to eliminate hate and misinformation in a public forum is more speech, not less. It seemed to work for a young country that got its start in 1776. I believe those same principles can be effective today. No. I'm going to speak about one man's recent experience in trying to get an identity theft incident resolved on Twitter. By definition, with a reduced number of real people, it should be harder. In fact, some said it might be impossible. I'm going to take you step by step on what actually happened. Welcome to The Money Runner. I'm David Nelson. Twitter, of course, is an Elon's only venture. In fact, given the size of Tesla and the importance of SpaceX, it's hard to understand why he dropped $44 billion on the purchase. He didn't do it alone, but it was clear early on that once he had, buyer's remorse started to kick in. Sensing or advised by lawyers, there was no way out. He decided to make the best of it, and in Elon fashion, went all in. Last week was a big one for Elon and some of his more notable ventures. Tesla reported earnings that disappointed the street, especially when it became clear that he was going to sacrifice profitability and margins for market share. Elon believes he can make up for any profit shortfall today with software upgrades for automated driving in the future. For the, for the moment, shareholders don't agree, sending the shares down close to 10% in a single session. In fact, Matt Portillo, analyst for Tudor Pickering, took his rating to sell with a target now of 116. On Thursday, SpaceX launched its largest rocket to date, Starship, with a potential payload of 150 tons off the Gulf Coast. The success of the launch, clearing the pad, lifting 24 miles into the sky, was marred by an explosion. On the Sunday before the launch, Elon had played down expectations, saying 
There's a million ways this rocket could fail. Critics received it as a disaster, and others saw it for what it truly was. A major step forward in the ability of man to leave this planet and potentially colonize another. To the best of my knowledge, every new design has been met with failures in the initial stage of flight. And as a commercial pilot, I know it's true with aircraft, and given the complexity of rocket design and propulsion, I would expect multiple failures on the way to success. Kudos to the dedicated engineers and Elon for pulling this off and perhaps setting the stage for the next evolution of flight. Elon takes risks that some would call reckless and others call inspired. I'm not a huge social media person and certainly my very modest number of followers speaks to that. I haven't put in the time necessary to expand my reach, but it's also fair to say that I haven't exactly gone viral and maybe that says something about my popularity. Nevertheless, when I received a direct message from one of my followers that someone had stolen my identity and was impersonating my Twitter feed, I became concerned. Maybe the critics were right. Twitter was falling apart, unable to protect its users. I've had issues with other platforms like Facebook. My experience with Zuck's Place, that was infuriating including weeks of emails, finally giving up because I just couldn't waste any more of my time. When I looked further into the issue on Twitter, I could see that the impersonator had very cleverly reproduced my Twitter handle at David Nelson CFA by just changing one letter. He edited a no. At first, I didn't notice it, but there it was, at David Nelson CFA. The picture was the same. In fact, the entire landing page looked just like mine. The impersonator was smart enough to block me so I wouldn't notice. The only way I could see what he or she was doing was to look at some of my colleagues' feeds on their phones. For the moment, he seemed to be just reproducing my feed, but who knows what was going to come next? Perhaps soliciting money or tweeting outrageously to destroy my brand. I didn't know what was coming, but I wasn't going to wait to find out. Not knowing what to do, I went to the support page of Twitter thinking this is going to be one of those automated nightmares. I found the help inquiry that fit the description and went through the process. I explained my Twitter identity had been duped, giving the particulars, and I was asked to upload a picture ID to ensure that I was the real David Nelson and was informed I would get a confirmation email shortly. Well, the e email came quickly and had the usual, it may take up to four business days to hear back. Frankly, given my experience with other automated help centers, I would have been happy if it said four weeks. Boom! In less than 10 minutes, I got an email saying the account impersonating mine had been suspended, and here's the proof. Maybe Elon is right. He said in recent interviews that if you're not trying to run an activist organization and don't care much about censorship, then you really can let a lot of people go. Elon's purge of Twitter hasn't been lost in the rest of the tech community. Since the layoffs, other tech giants have announced the same. In fact, tens of thousands of companies like Meta, Alphabet, Amazon, even Microsoft and Apple have been let go or given packages to leave. The post-COVID hiring binge at many tech firms, that went way too far. 
a lot of growth was pulled forward. Granted, mine is only one man's experience, but for now, count me as a believer. I have a feeling that if Elon is successful with his revamp, those who left in a fiery divorce will start to trickle back in. Like rockets, I expect a lot of failures in Elon's ability to rebrand this product and to monetize the platform so it can build out new features. Already, many big advertisers are pushing back. In fact, Microsoft is canceling their advertising following Twitter's announcement that it will begin charging a minimum of $42,000 per month to users of its API, including enterprises and research institutions. By the way, API is shorthand for Application Programming Interface. Also at the top of recent complaints is the uproar of celebs and companies being forced to pay for their blue Twitter checkmark, verifying their identity along with other perks. I, for one, am very happy to pay my $11 per month. Look, controversy over Elon, that's not going away anytime soon, even me. I've often been an outspoken critic, especially when it came to what I believe were inappropriate public statements that seemed to be nothing more than an attempt to manipulate stock prices. But in the end, a person's contribution to society comes from netting out their successes and failures. I think any rational view puts Elon clearly in the black. Thanks for joining. I'm David Nelson.